Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive of rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey nerds, welcome back to another Blurdy Massacre. I'm Zero Gravity here with Brother Ghoulish and Sheree the Slayer. And we're really just feeling above it today. You know, our, our taste in horror might be a little too elevated for you. Um, and for that reason, I, I do deeply apologize. But um, we're getting a little elevated today. So, uh, you know, maybe uh, brush up on your dictionaries. It's sophisticated. We're wearing tank tops. I'm sorry, we're wearing turtlenecks. I, I've left the barn. <laughs> Wait, what? Tank top is the like most unsophisticated. <laughs> We're wearing wife beaters in court, right? <laughs> in the court, designer ones. Though, wife beaters can be not, wife beaters can be sophisticated if they have houndstooth pattern or maybe Burberry. Ooh. I don't know. It's possible. Okay, it's the accessories. The accessories make <laughs> the top. <laughs> We're also at you Fashion Week for some reason. Listen, it's Coachella. We're doing all the things at once. <laughs> you said it's Fire Festival Part Two. All right, before. Ooh. Oh no! <laughs> Y'all know it's coming back. Y'all know it's coming back, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I was like, the, if y'all got burned the first time, <laughs> what you go? I want to go. I want to. I want to go. Hey, Just for the man. troll of it all, I want to come back to Kashi Six Nine or Azealia Banks. Like you know, the people I'm are going to go man. just to troll. That's literally what they're going to go for. Yeah, of course. It's, Why should we be excluded from the the fuckery? <laughs> it's expensive trolling, though. I don't know if I'm here for that. Like, <laughs> stop. It is. Give me discount someday. Trolling. Like, where are those options? <laughs> discount trolling. <laughs> <laughs> No, you know what discount trolling is? Discount trolling is I saw a video on Reels a day or two ago, and uh, it was of a, a usher in a movie theater, like this black lady who definitely doesn't get paid enough and definitely needs a raise after this. And some entitled family, like they bought tickets to the theater, but obviously they didn't get their tickets together or like they were late. So they just sat in somebody's seat, um, but felt entitled to their seat and they would not move. And then the usher comes in, has to make a whole announcement. It's arms flying. Ah, ah, ah. I feel like we're definitely in the Northeast somewhere based on the the volume in which we were speaking. 
Um, but that's some discount trollery. She was talking about, oh, I'm gonna get my four dollars. I'm gonna get my four dollars, girl. What? But also, where are you living? Where are you getting a movie ticket for four dollars? Because I would want right. to know, right? Oh, even on Cheap Tuesday, I could find one for five dollars, and that's with the child sometimes. Right, um, that's that's <laughs> T-Mobile Tuesday right there. But um, you know, I could catch me at Burning Man anytime soon. But you could catch me at the theater acting up for four dollars. <laughs> I'm embarrassed when you told the story. I'm not gonna lie. For the majority of it, I thought you were saying this was happening with Usher, like actual Usher. And I'm like, in a four dollar uh, theater? Uh, Damn. Oh, times, I mean, times oh. are kind of rough. Nah. Yeah. Now, him and Kiki just dropped that single. And so, like, you know, he's like, I'm in my glow up part 90 era. <laughs> Give me all your dollars. Part 90. <laughs> I wouldn't even believe it was him. Like, if I went in the four dollar theater and saw him, I'm like, you look just like Usher. He's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, oh, let me stop now. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Little John pop out, <laughs> ludicrous oh, no. Look, wait a minute, what oh, theater my is God. this? Yo, that's crazy <laughs> because uh, send me the address. <laughs> yeah, right. That's crazy because I was in the used bookstore last week, and I posted this on my story. I don't know if y'all saw it, but it's quiet. So there's this bookstore. It's near me. When you guys come to visit, I'll definitely have to take you. But it's three levels of used. Uh, movies, books, um, uh, comics, manga, anime, like everything. And it's from like real, you know, from like the collectors. So it's like a buy and sell trade kind of situation. Um, and so I go in, I got rid of a bunch of um, DVDs and Blu-rays and books and shit for my collection. And I wanted to trade it in for like a, a couple different things. So I went, um, I had my eye on um, a steelbook copy of Crazy as Hell, mm-hmm. and I did come home with it. That's crazy. But um, I'm like, you know, enjoying myself. I'm doing like the the old, the granny stroll with the, the hands behind the back. I'm just enjoying myself, going down the aisles. I'm peaceful. I'm alone. Um, and all of a sudden, fucking Petey Pablo starts blasting, right? And there was no music before. And then all of a sudden, like I hear something out of my headphones. Let me see if what you doing from the front, what you doing from the back, <laughs> and it's like loud. Oh, shit, been in and I'm like, I'm just trying to. <laughs> the latest. Bookstore. It was abrasive. <laughs> it was a bra- in in the used bookstore. It was just nothing. And here comes Speedy Pablo shouting in my ear. Let me see you from the front. What you doing from the back? I'm like looking for movies. How about you? (laughs) That is like the worst music to set the atmosphere for a used bookstore. But also, I'm happy I let you finish the story because I was about to say, Zero, you saw Usher and PD Pablo all in the same week. Like, this is just. I'm in New York. Right, today. But also, PD and that song could be for certain used bookstores. I'm just saying. Ooh. Why we gotta uh, go I there? What, what are they selling in that bookstore? You, Let's go there. You know what Let's... I'm selling because I got it's always about the side hustle, Ryan. It's all about the side hustle. <laughs> Look, <laughs> I just imagine Sheree is like the uh, the merchant from fucking Resident Evil Four. Oh my god! Please don't mention. Please don't mention Resident Evil Four uh, around me. Y'all know I can't handle Resident Evil. I'm already like shaking. I think I've wet myself <laughs> on this yoga ball. No. It's disgusting in here. <laughs> no. Oh my god! Oh my lord! 
All right, so what's poppin', y'all? Let's see what's really going down in the heart community right now. What's what's up? So last week, the other black girl hit Hulu, and it's so fucking good. I ran through that. Like, some people drink water. Um, it's everything I've ever fucking wanted. I think a lot of shows have tried to be capturing um, black women in these spaces, and they've been failing. Um, I won't name no names, but I'm rooting for everybody black, and I know that there's there's always some exec fuckery afoot. So I'm I'm looking respectfully at the girls who tried. But this one, this one got me. I think this is what Rashida's been building to her whole career. I'm happy that she got there. I have the book on, I'm on the wait list for the book at my local library. I'm a read again this year. That's how good this shit was. <laughs> Damn. What's it about? And also when you say Rashida, which Rashida are we talking about? Um, Rashida Jones. Which Rashida? Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. What's it about? Um, so, so this woman is working in publishing and of course she's the only black woman in this office. And so microaggression Monday is all day, every day. Um, the only person of color is leaving and she's like, won't you stay? We can change from the inside. And she's like, bye bitch. I'm tired. And so <laughs> her replacement ends up being another black woman. And so our lead is like, yay, I'm no longer alone. Sisterhood. Let's do this. But sis yeah. is sus. And so things happen and I don't want to ruin anything more for you than that. Because you're always like never. Because I'm about to say, I did see a trailer for this. Yeah, because it had old girls standing out front, like the apartment and shit, stared. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I can't wait to see that. I only found out about it because Alma sent me a TikTok last month. Because there was no press for it, even before strikes. Because it's black people. So Hulu's like, "Mm, we'll produce it, but we won't tell you it's coming. Fuck (laughs) y'all. Yeah, it's good. How many episodes was it? Or or is it a movie? It's 10 episodes on Hulu. And they're okay, like okay, half yeah. an hour and under. And like Bellamy yeah. Young is there because you know she loves a scandal. Um, <laughs> um, we got Eric McCormick because he's in his big white man era. Um, he's all over the horror movies and shows this year. He's like, hi, hi. And I'm like, I love to see it. Love to see it. Yeah. I'm with it. Right. I'll give it a shot. I lived my best life. That pilot um had me they could have shit the bed for the rest of the season i'd be like but the pilot was good luckily it was a good show all the way through <laughs> oh that's good yeah. all right that sounds like a good weekend for me that might be my next weekend jam five hours we'll see i got five hours i got this i got it i got it um okay it's time for an announcement everyone i am so stoked to say this but we going to the bodega. Y'all want anything from Comic-Con? Okay. Yes. A Black Horror History is coming to New York Comic-Con. And I am getting Charade the Slayer, Brother Ghoulish, Cat Daddy, Jazz the 40 Ounce Connoisseur, and Bobby Likes It Spooky all in the same room in New York City at the same time for your pleasure, for your education, for the shenanigans and i'm very excited and we have dread on our backs this time shout out to dread central um for sponsoring our panel discussion but the crazy part about this announcement is that we will be doing a lecture on black car history on friday the 13th you can't make this shit up man you can't make this shit up it was kind of meant to be and i'm very excited and i'm very proud of all of us what for sticking to it when the dark lords align. <laughs> yes. When the dark lords align, we get shit done. So I'm very excited about that. Um, so people, if you're going to be at Comic-Con, please pull up on our panel at 9 p.m. at Comic-Con. 
Um, I think our room is 406.3. Um, if you don't have a Comic-Con pass, it's all good. We got you. We still chilling. Immediately after the panel, all of us are going to be heading downtown to do some lit horror trivia. We got a really awesome kickback going on down in Chinatown. And it's going to be lit. And it's going to be spooky. And you better pull up in your best dress ready to rub some elbows because we will be uh, sure or pd pablo might be there Listen, you know you never, you never know, right? know you really don't know in new york city you, you don't he want to see you it from don't. the front so pull up like what you doing from the back pull up and show us oh my god <laughs> well if they handing like out it. chopped cheeses from the back i'm there because i've never had a chopped cheese so i will i will be at the panel with a chopped cheese in hand talking with food in my mouth i apologize we can facilitate that we can definitely facilitate that. let's go to the bodega that ghostface went to the ape snake like i <laughs> i'm, I'm so surprised that bodega was actually filmed in new york was that oh they were in canada oh. it's all montreal yeah. um but i do think those scenes when they were in central park i'm pretty sure that was actually central park okay um like a lot of the like like the B-roll shots is definitely New York, but anything with the cast besides Central Park, I'm pretty sure it's Montreal, especially that apartment. Oh. I was looking at that apartment like, mm, that apartment's too big. No. Right. No. I was like, they can't I feel is like... this a Friends reference? <laughs> I guess that's what y'all doing in here. Ooh, stop. <laughs> Cut it out. <laughs> I did an event with Ghost D and she was like, that ain't no motherfucking New York. Like for a lot of the scenes. <laughs> Listen, she would know. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Ghost. I love out. her. Right. I was like, my friends are never to those parts. <laughs> Where the parts are I can take you to um when Kaya, shout out to Kaya FX, was in town. Uh Ghosty and I took them to um uh Will Smith's apartment in I Am Legend. because uh, that's that's walking distance from my crib. And uh, we just walked by it like very nonchalant and just like let them notice. It was really awesome. I have a reaction of them noticing where they were. But that was cool. I could show that to y'all. But yeah, I don't know about any of these green locations because that's in Canada, baby. It's a lot cleaner up there, too. Yes. They got that health care. So everybody you, happier. You didn't have to do that. <laughs> the I'm folklore screaming. that you tell me about New York always is super fascinating to me, like the micro shrimp. That literally lives with me in the water. <laughs> the water's not kosher. <laughs> yeah. I got to bring a filter. Yeah. <laughs> no, I want to no, taste that shrimp, baby. Get they're a little good. marinara sauce at my uh, Deer Park. I'm just really Screaming, I'm sorry. get out of here. <laughs> we all I know, can't. like, we all know who's looking forward to uh, chaos then. Because shrimp and freaking microbial. Okay. All right. I'm letting it go. I'm letting it go. Yes, we find us at New York City Comic Con. I can't do shrimp water. Yes, like, I drink a lot of things as we know, but I won't do shrimp water. I gotta maybe shrimp vodka. <laughs> but you've kind well, y'all both have had it before. If you if you think about it, because do you sip the water when you're done eating shrimp ramen? You know, it's kind of yes, close. totally, absolutely. Like when when you say micro shrimp, I think of the shrimp in like the cup noodles. How they're like yeah. so fucking small. <laughs> No, those dehydrated ones that we find out were real somehow. Yeah. No, I yes because I'm me. I never get the shrimp ramen when I'm out at a ramen restaurant. And I always do like a beef yeah. or a pork. But now I now I kind of want to try it just so I can get ready for New York's water. They <laughs> can get ready. <laughs> okay, we'll get there when we get there. 
Um, speaking of New York Comic Con, um, we're getting a Strangers trilogy. Um, and we're going to be getting a sneak peek of it at Comic-Con. So hopefully we can sneak our butt into that panel so we can get a sneak peek because I'm down with the strangers. I really am. Listen, what do y'all think? I love that first movie. I love that first movie so hard. And I watched the second one and I love that first movie. <laughs> so I'm excited to see what happens in three. <laughs> you did. Fair. Anyway, I'm excited too. Um, was it the Farmiga in that? One of the Farmiga? One of the Farmiga, or am I mixing up with another movie? The one that it happened because you just happened to be home. I think I'm mixing up movies. I'm excited for it. Let me Google it though to make sure I'm talking about the right movie. Everybody, that sounds familiar though. It probably isn't familiar. I think I I think everything's running together on me. Um, Millennials hitting me like a a bag of bricks. Tyler and Scott Speedman, and they was about to get a breakup going, and then like people invaded their homes. They like pause that. Can you imagine? Oh, did I say Farmiga? I meant Liv Tyler. Yes. Uh, Did I say Farmiga? I didn't mean. Oh, that. so you were <laughs> right. You knew what you were talking about. Sus. Yeah, I'm excited. I actually kind of like the second one. A lot of. I thought the second one was like it was not bad. I wasn't mad at it. You know. A lot of people like it. I think my. I think the reason I was not in love with it is because it wasn't giving me what the first one did, which was a tense, trapped situation. This was like we're running around a trailer park, and also we're blowing some shit up. And I was like, okay, girl, you got some money. I get it, but like. <laughs> I came in for a certain vibe and it ain't vibing. So, yeah. That's what happens when you get some money and you act brand new. Listen, it's a new money sequel if I've ever seen one. <laughs> Wait a minute. I y'all, are y'all ready to get the pitchforks? They have, they gave The Strangers a three out of five stars on Google, you know, Google reviews. Oh, no. That's incorrect. What kind of haters? Yeah, let, hold on. Be right back. Let me grab my pitchfork. <laughs> That's not cool. Why? I, I strongly disagree with that. That's why the sequel's yeah. so different. They're like, oh, they didn't like the first one. The first one was perfect. The first one was a special angel baby. Yeah, I agree. It, it was a near perfect film. But I'm curious. Well, babe, curious isn't the word. I'm I'm nervous, y'all, because I've been... I don't like the whole uh, decision landing on a trilogy thing because that's what fucked up Halloween for me, personally. I know a lot of people liked the whole trilogy thing i thought halloween 2018 we've had this conversation before <laughs> i can't wish for a response to that when you said a lot of people she's like oh really a lot of people. <laughs> who people <laughs> who these people <laughs> are these people here with us <laughs> like i just <laughs> are they here in the room with us right now <laughs> the, the spirits that ride for halloween kills are you here with right. us are you here with us give us a sign <laughs> I no. feel like the people who did ride for it, they've changed their mind by now. They had to. But finish your point, because I agree with you. That is where people mess up sometimes. Sometimes they just need to learn when to say no. Tell from the hood. Like, sometimes <laughs> you right. just like, you need to know when to say no. Giving space for clarity. Dare to say He's no. Like, maybe they've accepted their ways. <laughs> you got to dare to say no to um, a third movie. That's what dare was really for. Yes. Dare to say no. <laughs> dare to say no. I I'm I'm urging I'm urging these these film studios have the power to say no to a trilogy because it worries me because I trust in horror writers 
I do for the most part, especially when it's like a really heavy IP, like Halloween or The Exorcist or The Strangers. Like these are movies that people fucking love. And so what happens, and I'm telling you, this is going to be the same pattern with The Exorcist movies that are going to come out soon. The first one is going to be a banger. Okay. We're all going to be like, whoa, yeah, that was great. Second one's going to come out. It's going to be like, all right, that was cool. Third one's going to come out. We're going to be like, damn. They, re- they really like ran out of runway with this one. That's the David Because that's what happened method. with Halloween. <laughs> and that's, it's the method. It, it is the scientific method, y'all. And I just worry that like, that's what, you know, when people lock in a trilogy, when these studios lock in a trilogy, they're like thinking of the long, they're not thinking of the long run. You know what I mean? And they put all the juiciness in the first movie. You know, I'm just, I'm going to sit there and eat. Mm. You know, I will be in the theater. But I'm just a little, I'm a little worried, if that makes sense. I'm not playing myself when I go. Um, because again, David Gordon Green just did this with Halloween. Like, I'm not even mad at him because I too get tired of three years at a job. And so I too am not doing my best work in <laughs> year three. I'm making plans to be somewhere else. I'm not talking to my supervisors. <laughs> and that's what he's giving. Every That's what he's giving. I, I hope someday he gets to do an original project. Because I think he has cool original ideas. He's trying to like shoehorn onto these properties. And I'm saying that nicer than I've said it in the past. Because again, I remember what it's like to be a year three in a job that's not meant for me. But also, I got to finish the fucking job. And so, kudos to him. Kudos to him. <laughs> so, when you gotta I feel like fucking job. if you're going to give the IP to somebody who can actually handle it, I'm open and receptive, but what ends up happening is a lot of these people are given opportunities to people they smash beers with uh, and did beer pong with in college. Like, that doesn't, Mm -hmm. just because you're in each other's network doesn't mean that you should be passing something as big as, like, Halloween to them just because they can do five beers in in three minutes. And I think there is a lot of potential for these people because their movies are good, like, removed from these franchises, and I love the discussions we've had around this. But... You know, there are exceptions sometimes, you know, like, you know, Killjoy 3, um, Scream 3. And if they give us a Tusks 3, baby, I mean, no, (laughs) I'll be seated front row. I'll save seats for y'all. I know you want to see it with me. I already know. I'm busy that night. Save save me a seat. I got plans. Um. (laughs) Oh, yeah. This is me and me and Ryan with arm in arm skipping to the theater. No idea what you go to you go to tap out after ten minutes. Like, oh, right, I'll be right back. I'm going to the bathroom. Six hours later, I'm sitting there. Never like, comes back. <laughs> I don't think Zero's coming. I'm just going to concessions. Grabs coat. <laughs> oh no, I'm dead. Oh, it's a sad truth. All right. Um, on a separate note. Um, I'm, I am beginning my metamorphosis, uh, back into a theater girly. I saw Sweeney Todd on Broadway last week and it was absolutely Mm -hmm. phenomenal. Um, it was gorgeous. The, um, the lead, uh, Josh Groban, who was cast as Sweeney Todd. Um, I don't know nothing about him. Whatever. I'm here for Sweeney Todd. I'm here for the Christmas stuff. I'm not a fan, but I know people like his voice. I don't. I didn't even know who he was. Um, but he was. (laughs) (laughs) Um, he was actually out for my performance, so his understudy stepped up. Um, and played Sweeney Todd. Um, so I got to see Sweeney Todd played by a black man, and he really, 
he he put his foot in that yes yes oh my god listeners i wish that you could just see ryan and sheree's face just now yes that is exactly how i felt in that seat i was like wait no oh, is that a, is that a chin strap if josh robin gets sick again while i'm there and i can give him the dates um i would like to see that so like if he could be sick the week of comic-con and the week after i can make arrangements i can crash your couch if need be um, but i would like to see a black he was on. really good he was really really good his name was nicholas christopher i looked him up later um he's from bermuda and um he bef right before he was in or he started sweeney todd he played aaron burr in hamilton so i'm like oh it checks out mm -hmm. like this guy is like real deal but after seeing him as sweeney todd i'm like josh Groban, like there's no way there's no fucking way but i do understand like he's a name you know he gets people into yeah. the theater like i get it he's white famous. um but whatever yeah he's white famous but this man like he really shook me like he was very, he was evil like you he had to be convinced he was evil on that stage he was shaking he was fucking spitting drooling everywhere he was manic it was great it was phenomenal um and then also um uh dustin from stranger things was also there um um cast as tobias and he was just like the cutest fucking thing that, ever that makes this me happy because so he's one of the theater babies they snatched for stranger things him lucas mm -hmm. and max or they were theater kids mm -hmm. hanging out beforehand they're like musical theater yay and they're like we're gonna find some demogorgons and get paid but netflix dollars so like semi-paid <laughs> true 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 i'm happy he finally went back to the theater the theater yes the theater um so now i'm i'm um in the middle of my metamorphosis and i just read a dread article about the shark is broken which is a jaws screenplay um i don't know if it's broadway or off broadway but hmm. yeah and um did they keep me, the jaws but... um going in reverse that that you talked I'm about screaming. <laughs> <laughs> oh I lord over that. um Okay, so the guy who who plays um, I'm forgetting the name of the main character, the guy um, in the movie, but on in the screenplay is the sh the show. He is played by his actual son. Oh, so he looks like yes, um, crazy. But you know, I'm interested. And it gives me another thing to look forward to that's not uh, Beetlejuice on Broadway. Um, but in other news, so there's that. And then there's also, you see how I try to sweep that under the rug? Okay? Um, <laughs> and I came into my time and, and I was uh, like, a Beetlejuice girl? A Beetlejuice? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm good. Not even a sexy show. Yeah, <laughs> who, who would, who would buy a ticket for that? What trash? Oh, which is you, you missed it. Um, she was giving someone a handy at Beetlejuice. Who? I'm sorry. Yeah, no, there are pictures of a woman giving her, we assume date, a handy at Beetlejuice. Yeah, and people were like, uh, that, that's a show with a bunch of children in the fucking audience. Also, uh, <laughs> but also like Zero's pointed out. Beetlejuice is pedo, so there there's so many layers to why they need to check both of there's their layers, right? I think the yeah, <laughs> I think the woman's white famous because they were using her name, and I was like, I don't know her, <laughs> but like the pictures are in my timeline, and I was like, I did not ask to see somebody getting jacked off at Beetlejuice of all things. I send for help. 
I mean, if anything, let a piece of meat tie. That's a Listen, little sexier. Meat pies? Like... Come on, not sexy. What? Hey, man. I love food. Uh, let me what? tell you something. Especially <laughs> if they um if they uh recast um Mrs. Lovett as a as a black woman alongside this black uh, Sweeney Todd. Give us Angela Bassett. Yes. I just want Angela Bassett and everything. I, that's terrible. Yes. Angela Bassett. Everything. Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. She's earned. Correct. Yes. Correct. But, but no, Jack is um, in addition, the there is also. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, not not mm-hmm. the move. Also, wrong play. <laughs> <laughs> um, there is also a uh, off Broadway parody, uh, Saw the Musical. Ooh. That started in Philadelphia, I believe, and it just made its way up to New York. The cast list was just revealed like uh, a couple weeks ago, and it starts uh, the end of this month, the beginning of October at the time of recording. And um, it's off Broadway and it seems like very low key, but I'm I'm down. I'm down. So I might have to, to grab Ames and uh, shimmy on <laughs> over there because... Um, if y'all do it while I'm in town, I'll go. Especially with 21 Savage, so I'll make it in. Because everything he do is a I'm spiral. screaming. <laughs> ah. <laughs> First of all, no way. But in a perfect world, yes, that is too much. Oh, my God. I mean, Not 21 Savage making his stage debut. I'm screaming. While we all try, now it's time for rapper actors to try the stage. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he can't give a worse performance than Chris Rock did in Spiral. So, like. I wouldn't put that out in the universe because there's always a chance. <laughs> that was pretty bad, but at least that man's been on a stage before. I, I don't know. I just rewatched it because I did those recaps and I was like, it was Chris Rock. That was the main issue with this movie. There's many issues, but like him in the dramatic moments, him just looking into the camera and being like, ah! And me laughing. I was like, this doesn't need to happen ever again. Five minutes later. Ah! <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. I'm rewatching it like, oh, this is why Will Smith really smacked him. I got it. Okay. Like, it was just egregious. That's why- And then Samuel L. was outpacing him. Like, Samuel actually did the thing, but they set him up putting him up in that trap. When yeah. <laughs> the one that's suspended in the air, I'm like, okay. But everything else here. <laughs> Putting him and Samuel on the same screen was like putting me next to an athlete and the athlete is like booking it down the fucking court and I've like passed the fuck out <laughs> after five steps. And I'm like, somebody call an ambulance. <laughs> I don't run no more. <laughs> I'm being I'm also doing my my marathon, my saw marathon before 10 comes out. And I think I'm just going to skip that one. It's like, is 10 the one you told me was the prequel? That's the one where they're going back, right? Or no? Yeah, it's in be- yes, it's in between oh. one and two. Oh, okay. Hmm. And Amanda's back. That makes me feel like it's going to be that good because that's kind of what they did with Orphan a little. No, that's not what they did. Orphan is sequential. Yeah. No, it is before. Yeah, it's before. Never mind. No, yeah, no, they did no, it with right. Orphan. Trying to kill prequel. Yeah. I'm down. So like, I'm down. I feel I, like I, they can. I don't want to say my hopes are in the stars, but I, I'm excited. Hmm. No, you're managing your expectations we've been burned yeah yeah i've been burned like so recently as of like this movie that i can't say that i watched yet but i'll tell y'all later like literally last night so um 
I gotta get my shit in check because I guess I'm just a little excited. Like I'm easily excited for everything. I'm easily stimulated. I'm here. Give me all the things, and then they don't meet my expectations, and then yeah, yeah. I saw a movie last week, and that AMC apparently had rats. But like that movie let me down so hard, and I was rooting for it because I love that screenwriter, and I still love that screenwriter. We all gotta make rent. It's not personal. <laughs> Are you talking about the nun too? Yeah, I was gonna say her name out here though. <laughs> like, <laughs> right, zero put it on front street. Oh, I know about that. <laughs> no, so you're like, no, we fighting right now. <laughs> no, 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 no. We not, we not beefing. We not beefing. We right I agree with you, but I will say the nun too. I thought was, I'm not gonna say better. It was better than the first one. <laughs> but I'm gonna say, I'm. It was, it was a lot more fun. It was a lot more fun than the first nun. Yes. She also had two people on that script with her. And so I think that I think that explains a lot of my issues. Cause I saw some of Kayla's um Cooperisms and then I saw some other things afoot. And so I think that she was like, I gotta make rent, I gotta work with others. The people know my malignant heart. You know what? I support that. Right? That's that's literally enough to get me in the theater. Like I wanna buy this ticket so she could get her money. And I'm glad that she's on that big bill because I know that that was a check. Yes. So whatever, whatever. It wasn't terrible. Making history. It was, as the wiki came out, it was the number one movie written by a black woman in like two different categories. And that's never happened oh, before because society's racist. And so I'm not mad. I gave her those seven doll hairs and saw a rat run down the AMC stairs. So I know not to go back to the AMC because I don't fuck with rats. Um, Relax. <laughs> no. That tail no. went swish, swish, bitch. I was like, are you fucking serious? <laughs> now that's scary that is scary that's a jump scare right there oh lord right i'm like in the year 2023 where our lord bonnie's not getting her checks for this like literally the bonnie's not getting wb's hiding bonnie's money y'all um bonnie aarons plays the nun and some of the other creatures we all love she is on cameo right now because wb will not give her the funding for all of the shit that they sell with her image they're like here are these nun dolls here are these nun shirts she sees none of that it's literally her face. That's not right because she is the nun. Like, I mean, she fucking owns that role. It's not her fault that the the first one was just so bad. I mean, we wouldn't have showed up for it if we didn't see her kill it in the Conjuring universe. Like, pay this woman, please. That's why people on strike right now. And they like, oh, LOL. Didn't think that would come out too. And it's like, of course it came out. She has a number one movie out of the box office right now. And she getting on Cameo. Like, we see the math. Yeah, that's crazy. We see the fucking math. Damn. Mm-mm-mm. Truth. Well, on a brighter, more stingy note, uh, please bring us into today's topic. Gotcha. Um, so as you know, we are elevated hoes. We are horror hoes. And so it makes sense that we'd be oh. eight to four hoes. Oh. Um, <laughs> We're in here with the creepy, the disturbing, the what the fuckery. We're here for all of it. Get it. Tony Collette was robbed. Also, other people were robbed. These are our movies. We're going to rank them later. Yay. <laughs> but first, let's take a quick layover for some real talk. And we'll start it with a reminder that A24, y'all, is SAG after compliant. So, you know, don't burn our houses down. There was a recent update, but I mean, A24 is still good. Um, they're just not going to, um, I took a highlight cause I don't read articles. I just scan them. Uh, we will now exclude <laughs> from interim agreements, any WGA covered project to be produced in the USA, but 
the re- I mean, what it really boils down to, if anyone's listened to this and like it's kind of weird with like why A24 got it, they listen to the demands. It's just that simple. And so they're casting and working in alignment with like making sure the girls get paid. So here's to A24. They remain that girl. And I can't clink, I can't stress enough A24 is an indie house, which means they have less money yeah. than WB, than Paramount, than all the places that are not paying people and want to take their likeness for AI shit. And so if the indie houses can be like, people should get paid. Let's just pay them. Then you know who the real villain is. So stop being out here tweeting at people acting mm-hmm. like you can't read. Like, <laughs> stop. Reading's too hard. That's why international horror films get overlooked. <sighs> Don't even. <laughs> if I see one more bitch complaining because it has subtitles, I'm going to fight somebody. That's literally a critique I've seen on Twitter, Letterboxd, um, Shudder. It was okay, but it had subtitles. So you took stars away because you had to read Judith? Like, <laughs> really? Yes. When people comment that on my things, I, I'm tempted to block them. Some, I don't blame you. Someone on Twitter literally wrote up to me and was like, is it in English or is it in subtitles? And I was like, bitch, first off, subtitles is not a language. Um, Two, <laughs> you need to read. You need <laughs> to be reading something. <laughs> like, Go ahead and play. ASAP. I'm fluent in subtitles. I can't do subtitles. I don't I don't speak that language. I can't I can't read it. Man. And you know what's even worse than that is is well actually maybe it's not worse. Maybe it's like one step better. But dubbed movies mm. is just yeah. like I kind of feel like it's a disservice to the actors, because like even if you can't understand what they're saying, if this movie's in Korean and I'll speak Korean, like you can still feel their like energy with not like what they're saying. I don't understand it, but like how they're saying it. And sometimes that like, gets messed up more so in like animation, I feel like. But regardless, like, I don't know, that's maybe just me, a purist, a fucking elevated horror ass bitch thing to say. You're right, though, because I, I know a lot of voice actors. And I've never actually asked them why things are read that way, because clearly it's being directed to be read that way when it's dubbed. And I think it's because they're looking at it as an accessible thing, as opposed to we should still be in the moment. We should still be driving the story. And so it comes across as very Wesker and Resident Evil. And it's all like, oh, no, we yeah. got zombies in the basement. And you're like, that is not how they mm. said that in whatever language this is. I couldn't learn. Look, <laughs> I need you to go ahead and hit me with an actual line reading. <laughs> and Yes, agree. We, we got to do better with the dubs. And again, I don't know who and why decided this is the way to read them. But like, it's never giving. It's never giving. <laughs> it's not. It's always off. It reminds me of those old kung fu movies I grew up with where, like, their mouth is still going. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> and, then, and the dubbing yeah. ended, like, five minutes ago. No, that's, that's, but that's when it works, though. Yeah. Like, because it's, like, it adds a layer of cheese that's, like, that you only get in, like, those older martial arts movies. But, like, I'm really messing with that. Like, um, there's a, you know, the, Pluto has the, um, the martial arts channel. And I was watching that channel not too long ago. And I forgot, I was watching one of the newer um, Ip Man movies that I haven't seen yet. And Michelle Yeoh was in it. And I guess it was in whatever language, Chinese, Cantonese, I don't know, Mandarin, I don't know. Um, But whatever Michelle Yeoh was like saying was like not matching up. But this was like, 
a modern film. This is, you know, probably within the past like seven years this film came out. So I'm like, wow, they're still kind of doing it. But I was kind of rocking with it. Like I didn't mind because it's like, I don't know, I just feel like it's supposed to be that way. But if I'm sitting down, like there was another time when um, I was on Tubi and I clicked on um, Train to Busan, mm. but I didn't realize it was dubbed. Um, and I was like, what the hell is this? This is crime. incorrect. <laughs> you kicked up Train to Busan. <laughs> I'd rather you not let me. Yeah, have- and like, there's so much like emotion and chemistry between the dad and, and the little girl. I, I was like, wrong, wrong link, wrong link, wrong link. I can't do that. Like, like you were saying, if people are acting, which a lot of times they are, because international actors actually are valued, and so they get to like actually learn how to be performers. Um, uh, then you know what they're saying, even if you don't know what they're saying. Like, I don't need you to be like. She called her a bitch. I know she called her a bitch because the way she said it and the way she put her hand in her face, I'm like, they about to fucking fight. I felt it. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm welcome for picking up on what I picked up on before she swung on her. I don't <laughs> I don't need y'all to be like, let me dub it. I think your mother's a bitch. That takes away from the moment. <laughs> that is not... <laughs> And it always has no spice to it. I agree. You know, like like exactly how you did it. Yeah. You call you are a bitch. It's like right? girl. Meanwhile, the actual actress put her whole soul into this role. Her body right. is shaking. Her right? hair is quivering. <laughs> like she's sweating. It's you all like why is your penis on this dead girl's phone? <laughs> no. Like, um, we could do better. We could do better. <laughs> All right, so y'all ready for the next piece of real talk? And this one, you need to get your wallets ready. Um, We've talked about it on the podcast before, but it's in pre-order status. Yes, the A24 hand from Talk To Me, and it's now an incense burner, which is a little strange to me. I don't know if I would burn incense out of that haunted-ass thing, but it's so cute that I need it anyway. As a paperweight. Yeah. I'm going to see if it'll hold a beer for me, so why not? Like oh my it god it probably could it probably could I'm gonna show up like, but also y'all. why did this cross your mind <laughs> that was my first thought that was my first thought because i'm taking that hand everywhere i will be asked to leave so many places when i get my hand i'm gonna be like hi everybody and i go back get the fuck out this is a family dollar like <laughs> oh this is a family dollar <laughs> you're crazy <laughs> i will be purchasing this um a24 merch is actually like pretty fucking pricey so i don't have the liberty to just like buying all the merch that i want to like i'd be doing from hot topic where everything is like you know on the cheaper side (laughs) but um they have really good merch i have some a24 merch but i will be buying this one because the second that hand popped up in the movie i was like i need it on my i need it on my night table I need it on my night table. But there was another, it was like a 4K or uh, no, it was a steel book. I don't know for uh, talk to me. And it also came with a hand, Um, but it was like a DIY hand. So the hand was like clean and it comes with a pen and you do the writing on it yourself, which I was like, that's cool. And I really need that hand and everything. But like, that's lazy. That's lazy. I don't want to do it myself. I want it to come. I want it to be like officially licensed, like from the movie. Yeah. I think this one is like 110 beans, but uh, yeah, I'm, I, it is. I just, just got to make it till Friday. Just got to make it till Friday. <laughs> I got to make it till Friday next month. Zero, is the one that you have to like fill out yourself also 110? Because 
this way we can figure out how much the writing on the hand is actually worth the difference between these two prices right i'm about to find out and also there is some potential like if i got mine blank like that i might just fill it up with like rupaul's drag race sayings or something shit or some shit like that Oh. <laughs> you know, like yes, mama, and all that stuff. But probably no one oh will catch up with the yes. RuPaul's Drag no. Race girlies. I, I'm the ghosts of Drag Race girlies, <laughs> but only the ones that we didn't like. <laughs> Ooh, you touch it, Fifi O'Hara pops up in front of You know what? Though I have to let Fifi, go, I have to let Fifi go because, to be honest, it turns out Sharon Needles was the villain the whole time, and I had no she idea. Was. I should have figured. She was sitting there with her <laughs> racist t-shirts being like, what? Rue loves me. And we know why, because Rue don't like black people. But you know what? We've moved on. Look. <laughs> Did I tell you I went to a Sharon okay. Needles show and like she ripped up a Bible on stage? Uh, and I was no. like, I was dressed like Brad Majors from fucking Rocky Horror Picture Show Conservative. I didn't know what I signed up for. She, People were oh literally God. aghast. I, you know what? Her and her new face are just not something that I <laughs> am fucking with. Because <laughs> again, I saw those, I saw those repeats, and I was like, "That's Confederacy T-shirts left and right. You got one for every episode." And she's like, uh, "Yeah, I do." <laughs> and I was like, "You're a racist bitch. I can't. I can't." I'm happy Alaska and her have separated because I, I wanted to respect Alaska, but also when you date a racist, I look at you sideways because you was there. Mm, no, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. If you're on the plane with Dwayne, yeah. you're on the plane with Dwayne. You can't be yep. like, I'm different. If you're on the plane, you're on the plane. I can't. You're on the bus, Alaska you're on the bus. Okay, Ryan, I figured it out. Ooh, let me get so my the, the collector's bundle with the hand that you do the writing on is actually the same price <laughs> as the replica. Okay. They're both 110. Mm. Yes. But, 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 you don't get the you know, the official writing on the hand, but you do get the prop, um, a paint marker, the steel book um, with the 4K and a Blu-ray disc, a 48 page bound book of behind the scenes, um, art, um, interview with the Raka Raka brothers, um, mm. a slip case for the steel book, um, eight art cards and a reverse, a reversible poster. That sounds I'm still going to get the other be one because yeah. I will be using that to burn incense. Mm-hmm. What am I talking? I'm, I have asthma. I can't burn incense, but like <laughs> I still want it for my you night You don't think table. of lighting the incense. You just put them in there for the aesthetic though. Look. <laughs> I'll just imagine. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. yeah. No. A, a bundle of sage because you don't know where that hand's been. <laughs> just like. Yes. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, that I urge correct. everyone buying that damn hand to sage that motherfucker before you bring it in your home ASAP. <laughs> yeah, wipe it down know. with Florida water. Look, <laughs> look, exactly. If you stay the ready, dragon you blood gotta one, get right? ready. Period. <laughs> I can't point right. No. Yeah, dragon blood sage, right? That's the one it is. Yep. Or no? I got two of those. I got a See, regular yep. green over there. Like Satan can't have me this year. I've worked too hard. Maybe next year. Look. <laughs> he's been working hard to get us through some of these uh, sequels but you know we've been making it for (laughs) it's been a long time coming (laughs) maybe next year will be better (laughs) oh my god i'm gonna get a little uh i'm getting a little controversial we're gonna get a little spicy here for this last piece of real talk okay i firmly believe that if we replace the term 
elevated horror with art house horror when we refer yeah. to a24 movies and like a24 like adjacent like that same kind of feel maybe our community can stop having fucking seizures every time this debate comes up because it's overrated mm -hmm. and we all need to fucking humble ourselves mm -hmm. elevated horror is like it's not real and that's just it's just punching down and at you know other films other filmmakers other fans of different types of films like i should be able to enjoy midsummer yeah. for the layers that it has but also right after just turn it off and go watch Pumpkinhead because it's mindless and it's disgusting and it doesn't really have that much substance other than being like a damn good time and both of those make me a horror fan so let's just like let's just call it a subgenre right art house horror and leave the rest of the prejudices at the door because elevated you could be talking about anything you could be talking about your script you could be talking about the type of people that you cast you could be talking about your production design like one thing is not better than the other and lord have mercy we really need to like we as a as a fandom like as a community need to get the fuck over this because we're yes. like arguing on facebook over nothing over nothing and like horror has existed without these things with these things with the combination of these things so like we all just gotta relax what's too much 100 amen first of all zero amen uh, yeah thank you i hope i ruffle some feathers with that one listeners because i'm talking to you <laughs> people people like to say it's elevated horror when they don't they like don't. horror they're just like i don't like yeah. horror movies so this is elevated that's why i like it bitch you was chasing oscar winners who over here getting their money because like like you said, horror is horror. If it's good, it's good. Either you make it with $5 and it's great, or you make it with $500 and it's great. But like, it, it doesn't devalue anything. I think that um, when people say elevated horror, it makes the rest of the horror sound like Tyler Perry productions. And I hate that for all the other filmmakers out there. Facts. Facts. <laughs> um, yes. So yeah, we got to stop. Yeah. yeah. I, and I, that's facts. And it feels like it comes from like that history of, you know how no shade you know how the film girlies of yesteryear used to kind of like look down at the horror genre and shit and so i think when they find themselves liking horror that's why they want to separate it like that like oh well, you know this isn't like horror horror like friday the 13th or something you know this is elevated horror mm -hmm. and girl it's i really like everything y'all saying especially because if y'all come and hear us on the panel you'll really hear us get into this and you think about night of the living dead and how so many people enjoy it just at a topical level and it is that girl so i understand but if you really want to peel back the layers you will see that horror always has something to say it's just you know either you catch it or you don't and there's nothing wrong with that so i'm with i'm with definitely doing away with that term yeah it's why people like mm -hmm. to be like, Scream isn't a horror movie. It's a comedy. Yeah. Just because you like it and you don't want to like horror doesn't mean you get to like rebrand something and like put in a different genre. Also, the genres be mingling. I'm tired. Ooh. I am really, really tired, especially when it comes from black folks. And we know how people have mislabeled our shit to like piss on it. And they're just like, Blade's not a horror movie. It's an action movie. Eve's Bayou isn't a horror Ooh, movie. Wow. It's a drama. Bitch, I'm tired of y'all. I'm fucking, the call should not be coming from inside the house. If you see people talking about a movie and you're like, it's not a horror movie, check your biases, check your, <laughs> check your mm -hmm. internalized uh, obias-isms. Um, and then look at who told you it wasn't that. Was that person black? No. Should you be listening to that person? No. <laughs> no. 
I mean, remember when the internet went up in flames, like, I think, like, a year and a half ago because they were trying to say that Jaws and also, like, space movies like Alien weren't technically horror either? Do y'all yes. remember all of that? Yes, I, I do. I was like, where did this They're come like, from? I thought we were in agreement. It started with the tweet, and the tweet was like, horror can't take place in space. That's sci-fi. And everyone was like, Girl. like, um, there's this, like, there's this little indie movie. It's called Alien. You probably never heard of it. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> I have a whole, you know? I have a whole presentation um, that I've only gotten to do once so far, but like it tracks how back in the day horror and sci-fi were interlinked because Mary Shelley gave us a horror sci-fi that jump-started this genre, mm -hmm. and so when people started doing motion pictures, it was all like Attack from Outer Space, Fifty Foot Woman, Spiders, and then all of a sudden people went start getting bougie when women and black people started entering the space. I'm like, <laughs> oh, it's different. You can't be a woman in space and call it a horror. No, that's only when Arnold does it. Fuck you and fuck Arnold. Like, Sigourney Weaver earned that bag. Um, that's the long and short of my rant um, that I call a panel or presentation. And there's examples I pull from like Amber Mid Thunder giving us <laughs> the Predator movie we deserved and how like critics were like yes. Disney Princess, but they never said that about Arnold who fought that same alien for so many movies. Like you know what's crazy? Prey was nightmare. so good that like it made it's the only one I acknowledged. Like mm -hmm. when the movie yeah. like came out, I told myself, let me go back and like rewatch the other movies, but I just didn't I didn't care. No. Like I didn't care. I was like, Prey just gave me what I yeah. needed and I watched it again and again. Where no I did the same thing because I didn't do like a rewatch or anything before yeah. Prey came out. I just went went ahead and watched Prey um and then after i watched prey i was like you know what like same thing as you like let me go back and give it a shot so i watched predator and predator 2 and i just like the consensus and i've seen them before but like way back in the mm -hmm. day i probably wasn't paying attention all the way the later ones yes but i'm watching predator and predator 2 i'm like wow this is a roided up nightmare like these, mm -hmm. these are these are not good i mean the creature is like phenomenal but like the rest of it like um, excuse me for saying, but like this is very gay. This is very, this is very yeah. gay, and not. And as a resident gay, gay, I that that's I like. a, yeah. I sign off on that. <laughs> it's very because it's your not like voice. gay like you want it to be gay. It's gay like from the closet. <laughs> I I'm all actually the call is coming from inside the closets with Predator and Predator Two. Ryan just took his glasses off. I'm weird. <laughs> Because you, when you're delivering a read, I don't want my glasses to fog up because it's so true. It's so it's so real. Alien just has more panache, it felt like, than like the Predator. And, and I think like how Sheree gives love to Sigourney. 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 Cece. So, yeah, there we go. Cece. Uh, <laughs> that one would smack me in my damn mouth so they have Cece. But... But it has more panache a lot because they do incorporate something more than testosterone into it. Do y'all remember when y'all were trying to sell me on the new Mad Max and I thought it was just more testosterone? I said, no, God. Like, yeah, like, yeah it just needs more. Otherwise, it just feels like the Fast and Furious movies. All shade, right. all read. Yeah. Right? No. I, I'm happy y'all brought that up because I've been noting for a long time that the film bros like to see muscly men get oiled up and wrestle things. And that's mm. what makes it a horror. And when women mm. do it, they're not welcome in the space. And it's giving, it's giving Victorian era where it's like, me and my buddies are going to the drawing room and no women are allowed in there for a few hours, okay? And I'm like... <laughs> where is this drawing room at? Oh, wait, I'm married. I'm married. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. These historical <laughs> dramas that be like, we're all going here to do men things that women aren't allowed. And I'm like, 
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. He having affairs in your house, bitch. You should say something. And she's like, they're just doing men things and I can't read. And I'm like, bitch! Like... You ain't got to be able to read it now, but they do it in there. <laughs> Good God. That's a real American horror story right there. This word. Your man in there cheating on you with other niggas, and you're like, I can't read. Priorities need to be. <laughs> when are you going to start? <laughs> no, the stagecoach shows shit. up with all his male friends and all they like stockings and shit, and they powdered wigs. It's like, we're going to have men things going on in here. The women aren't made for it. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> and then don't get started with the chainsaws. Don't get started with the chainsaws. I'm sorry. We're not doing this today. I'm sorry. No. We're getting, we're elevated today, y'all. Remember? Right. Okay. It's like the number one phallic object in horror. Oh, yeah. It's the chainsaw. Like, if it's going to be a dick, it's going to be a chainsaw. Right. <laughs> That's why high tension gets extra marks. Like, they, 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 they understood the assignment. Right. Mm-hmm. It wouldn't have been the same had she not been a woman, because it would have just been another dude being gross and creepy. I'm like, that's Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> I don't. That's Monday. What are we doing here? And there's no other place this fits. So let me say this before we move on, y'all. And it's 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 going to seem unrelated, but it kind of is. It may not be. But don't be putting chainsaws and don't be putting axes on the cover of your shit if that is not in the movie a lot. Because I watched Tamara Tamara. From 2009, I wanted some axe action. I got none. And to whoever did that, that is a hate crime. You will be hearing from my lawyer once I find one. Oh, damn. That's false advertising. Yeah. It's not right. There's a lot of filmmakers who false advertising. 
<laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Oh, oh, oh. I actually know exactly mm. what you're thinking of right now, Sheree. Will we not go there? We said what we said and we I'm moved scared. on. <laughs> We're healing. <laughs> you know why? Because it's above us now. <laughs> It's above us. Oh my god, that man is it's a god us. now. It's above me now. <laughs> you literally called me the N-word. I had a terrible day today when I had a terrible time hearing that. It's above me now. <laughs> the, didn't the woman start like didn't she like start begging or something? Like, please, I need a room. And yeah. Like, yeah, she's like, My mother died today. I've had a terrible day. And he's like, Well, ma'am, I had a terrible time when you called me the N-word. So <laughs> <laughs> Better go check on your your husband in that drafting room and, and learn how to read real quick listen, before you come over here with listen. that BS. Him and his friends are roughhousing in there because it ain't for the ladies. Oh my god! Mm. Is that a chainsaw? Did I just hear a chainsaw? Oh, <laughs> never mind. I don't want to know where this room is. At first, I was interested because all the baby oil was going missing in their chambers, but now I'm concerned. Listen. So, listen. Oh my god! I can't. <laughs> All right. Um, so anyway, child. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Um, there's a lot of A24 movies. And uh, I know uh, we all Googled them to get ready yeah. for this recording. And I think we all collectively realized that there are way more A24 movies than we even thought that there were. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen a, some, a handful of these movies not even knowing that they were A24 films because I did forget about for a quick sec that the process can start like in the beginning or they can, you know, purchase the rights afterwards or they can, you know, swing over some money halfway through the production. There's a lot of different ways that A24 can get involved, but I'm not discriminating against any of these. Um, and we're going to we're going to rank a couple. But before we do that, I just want to talk about some of the um, the more peculiar A24 films um, that maybe not everybody talks about. But there's a, there's a lot of what the fuck going on here um, that people seem to forget about. Um, so as I'm on the Wikipedia page, right, for our A24, the first thing that I see is this movie called Enemy that's it came out in 2014 i do remember watching this because it's with jake gyllenhaal and i love me some him i think he's fantastic i had no idea this was a24 film i probably watched this movie before i even knew the magnitude that a24 was going to have Mm -hmm. later on it's on my list but enemy is to watch not to i've not seen it yet but i discovered it a couple months okay. ago and he's my favorite unwashed actor like he really is he's great and he's got like you know he's kind of like generic white guy but he's got range and he really be like exceeding the generic white guy as soon as he steps into a role and i really like that and his sister is also bomb shout out to her they've both had me on their line since donnie darko i'm not gonna lie it's a confusing ass movie but I, I was here for it and I'm still here for it. It turns out. <laughs> yes. So enemy is a doppelganger situation. Um, and it's about a guy who meets his doppelganger. Um, so Jake has a doppelganger, Ooh, two um, but their personalities are like completely opposite. Like, like he has dead ass an evil doppelganger. Um, and then the evil doppel evil doppelganger, you know, gets, um, 
he he basically hi is trying to hijack his life, his job, his girl, his house, all this stuff. Um, and I'm not gonna obviously say it because I would like to hear your opinion later. But there's a certain point of the film where uh, the what the fucks are released. Um, and there's literally nothing I can say right now to hint at that. It's just kind of like you can't get any more left field than this. Um, and it's already like a really interesting concept. Like I don't, we don't really see a lot of doppelganger horror yeah. thriller movies out there. So that's enough. And then it took this left turn. And then the credits roll, and I'm sitting on my couch like, <laughs> cue the noises of me scratching the back of my head because I really don't know what what I just saw. But um, yeah, watch this one. Um, I can't really advise if you would want to be sober or not. Um, but this is definitely one of the movies that you're gonna have to Google. Enemy 2013 explained <laughs> on YouTube afterwards I, yeah i feel that way about a lot of a24 movies again i'm an a24 hoe but i'm like i don't know what i saw what does the internet say i saw and then I <laughs> yeah that, that's it what does the internet say that i saw <laughs> yep like uh, under the skin have you seen under the skin with scarlett johansson i haven't seen it because i hate her but it sounds so good i'm probably gonna do it anyways oh you've had enough Listen. You get to see her rip out of. You get to see something rip out of her skin in that one. I'll put that on tonight. I think that's what I'm gonna do tonight. Then. First of all, I Fair did that as false advertisement. Though. I apologize. False advertisement. Well, you didn't lie. You didn't lie. Yeah. It was a, okay. Maybe a white lie. Maybe just a yeah. Little. That, that's anyway. a, that feels more comfortable. Yeah. <laughs> like completely, just a little. <laughs> Um, crazy concept. Like if we're talking about art house film, or what the what the losers call elevated horror, this is so it. This is so fucking it. There's a lot of what the fuck. Um, but also just like beware if you're gonna watch this one. Maybe don't watch it like at nighttime, nighttime. If you're at home on the couch, because you could be in danger of falling asleep. It's real slow. Oh. It's yeah. real slow. But it's like, I promise you, you haven't seen anything like it. But it is slow. So I'm going to put her on for a slow day, not a today today. Because, like, these slow burns we send in me. I'm like, I might like it later in the future. But also, we've been here for an hour. I don't know what we're doing and why. We're looking at the ceiling. <laughs> oh, you didn't know? <laughs> it's above me. <laughs> it's it's 2 p.m. It's time to it's look a, at the ceiling. <laughs> it's above me. Yeah, for real. It's up. It's above me. <laughs> oh my god! Um, and then the last two that I wanted to talk about this kind of what the fuckery. Yorgos, baby, are you okay? Everyone talks about is Ari Aster okay, but I think the question that we really need to be asking is if Yorgos is okay because these two films, um. The Lobster and Killing of a Sacred Deer. That's one number five. <laughs> Is it that's one number five? Oh, Lord. <laughs> He's not okay. He's not okay. Nah. He, he is not okay. Like, talk about psychological horror. This is, this is literally fucking hit. So, listeners, 
I would just like to explain the synopses of both of these. <laughs> so, you know what? Actually, let me get it straight from the uh, straight from the the Wikipedia. Both have Colin Farrell for the other thirsties, um, much like myself. That's why I saw both of these movies. Yes, because I was like, what and I do? love looking at Colin Farrell. I love looking mm-hmm. at Colin Farrell. I really do. I've been staring at that man since I was a small child. I didn't know what he was saying. I just knew he was smoking and drinking and upset about something. And I was watching all of his movies. He's the reason I did Daredevil. Cause you know, I can't stand Ben Affleck, but I was like, who gonna be in there? I'll check it out. And then Ben Affleck let me down. Like we all knew he would. Um, yeah. <laughs> phone booth art. This man in a phone Oh my God, Phone Booth is so good. That is a that is a near perfect movie. Yes, I love that one. We need more movies of him standing right. in places we can see him from all angles. Like, just do that. <laughs> yes, the, like they did in Phone Booth. Yeah. The circle cam right. around the Phone Booth. Give me more Cinema. of that. Give me more of the 360. Me and my Nicole Kim and Wig. So, in The Lobster, um, here, this is I the- I caught that and lobster. I appreciate it just to let you know. Uh, you. Heartbreak feels great in a place like this. <laughs> Oh, I missed I, it. I, Wait. <laughs> yeah, that's your homegirl. That's my girl. <laughs> Fucking Nicole. <laughs> um, all right, listen to this. In a dystopian society, single people must enter into romantic relationship within a strict time limit of 45 days or be transformed into an animal of their choice. Yeah. So being single is not allowed in this universe um and if you are single you get sent to like this rehab facility um in order to find a a person but you're only allowed to stay in this facility for 45 days so if you stay in this facility for 45 days and you don't find anyone that you want to marry and spend the rest of your life with you get turned into an animal of your choice and or executed um and colin farrell chooses a lobster for some reason (laughs) There's a reason that he gives in the film. I don't remember, but it's probably some bullshit. Yeah. Is he okay? Is Yorgos okay? I haven't seen that movie, but that's strange because it kind of feels like it has parallels with Tusk, like people becoming animals, even though the method sounds different. Now I kind of want to watch it and see if like there's like a parallel. I put it off forever because I thought it was a romance. It is not a romance because Yorgos is a wild boy. Um, So I watched it last year or early this year because i was on my colin farrell vibes because it was the holidays and i felt jolly um, <laughs> i was like i want eye candy on my screen 24 7 and so i did it and i was like this is weird what is happening and that's why i'm happy they got back together for the other movie that was my number five <laughs> ryan i think that you should give this one a shot because i i know how your brain works when you break down movies and I think that this could be a good one for you because you you do really well with things that have like layers because I watch your TikTok videos. Sorry. Um, and you could break this shit down because this is a lot of what the fuck that has, I feel like, infinite things that could fit, but you're not really sure which one is supposed to fit. Or maybe your ghost is like, fuck you guys. Like, you could you could do whatever. I don't care. I'm struggling over here. You probably, <laughs> you were talking about it. My eyebrows were touching my hairline and it had a long way to go. Like, cause I'm interested. <laughs> I am sold. Cause I, li- I, I like strange, like how you say like art house films, because it just mm-hmm. feels fun and funky and fresh. Well. So have you quick. seen Killing of a Sacred Deer? It I have not, but Sheree's been telling me about this movie for a minute, so it's been on my list. Do forever. it together. Do oh, it's it a good together. Yes, yes. 
it is a good okay. what the f you're gonna love this this is this is like your perfect double feature now killing of the sacred deer i'm gonna read the synopsis right now also starring colin farrell directed by uh yorgos lanthimos dr stephen murphy is a renowned cardiovascular surgeon who presides over a spotless household with his wife and two kids Lurking at the margins of his idealistic suburban existence is Martin, a fatherless teen who insinuates himself into the doctor's life in gradually unsettling ways. Soon, the full scope of Martin's intent becomes menacingly clear when he confronts Stephen with a long-forgotten transgression that will shatter his domestic bliss forever. The reason that's my number five is because I'm always telling people, if you're going to give away something and make your movie a little bit obvious, you need to make it fun and interesting in getting there. And I could predict nothing else except for the main threat. And I didn't even know how the main threat was coming for them. And so I was like, I thought I had ideas. I don't know fucking shit. Let me sit the fuck down. Also, Nicole Kidman and Colin Farrell. Hello. Mm. And hello. I forget that other actor's name all the fucking time. Let me Google him because he deserves respect on his name. He's a hardworking actor. He, uh, that movie sounds he, stressful, he, it is. It's very stressful. <laughs> it is. It's 100%. Yes, it is the definition of stressful. That's the kid. He's got Marvel he's uh, got Marvel money now. Yeah. Cuz he was he's in that new wave of Hold on, hold on, hold Barry on. Keegan. He's old. Barry Yes, Barry Kogan? Yeah. Not I whenever he shows up it's a weird ass time. And so I was like him, Colin and Nicole, yes. And I get play and yeah. I was like I'm stressed. It took 5 years off my life and I'm welcome. It yeah. This is the type of movie that'd be mm -hmm. taking years mm -hmm, after end. My heart That's was like, you can't be here no more. I'm like, no, sure. we got 30 minutes left. And my heart was like, bitch, I said what I said. <laughs> so in other words. I said what I said. I should not watch this with stimulants. Like no coffee, no sativa, more indica. No. Yes. The, the, close yes. all the windows. Turn the temperature, yes. you know, to a, a cozy 98 yes. degrees. No. I, I can't talk about this movie because, like, if I tried to tell you what the fuck I saw, you'd be like, no. -uh. I, again, this man be doing the most with the least. I I want to see his earlier stuff because, like, he's like, we don't need all that to do a story. We just need actors. And I'm like, what you know? And he's like, this shit, bitch. I'm like, ah! <laughs> Madam, not the screen. <laughs> he's, he's so good at taking a concept that you would read it and be like, nobody's gonna watch this like this isn't gonna mm. work it, like it sounds crazy on paper but there's no way it's gonna work in a movie and then it does somehow he's a magical realism king and i'm here for it as a recovering theater hoe um i love to see his name and now that i've seen two of his movies and both of them have sent me and my wigs screaming i will be seated for this new movie i'm ready whatever you want to do i'm there wallet open there's also a dog tooth that he did it's not um an a24 movie i don't think but that one's also pretty wild i'm gonna track her down adds to the letterbox watch list <laughs> yes but anyway let's let's start with our rankings and this was kind of hard for me this was kind of hard for me. One of y'all should kick it off because my faith is in the space already. It was the killing of a sacred deer. So like. <laughs> okay. And that was, that was your number five. five. Yeah. Okay. So we're going from the bottom of the best to the, to the top mm -hmm. of the best here. Mm -hmm. All right. So I will, I will raise you. What was my five? What was my five? Green room. 
it's on my list to watch forever. And I should have, I should have hit play this weekend. Damn it. Gone. <laughs> Green Room is such a fun time. Um, there's kind of like not much to, to complain about. I'm a violence girly. I'm an action girly. I am fed with both of those things. I love the lighting in this movie. It it gives me kind of like Y2K grunge horror vibes that I grew up with that I really appreciate. Performances were great. Imogen Poots, I really do be loving her. She's great. Um, and then uh, Professor Charles Xavier is there. What, what the fuck is his name? Please hold. Patrick Stewart. Um, Patrick Stewart. Yeah. Sir Patrick Stewart um, plays a Nazi. Like the <laughs> king Nazi of all the Nazis. Yes. That's not where I thought yes. I was going. That's not where I thought I was going. Yes. Which is crazy because you're used to seeing him in X-Men as like a fake civil rights leader. <laughs> and now he's a Nazi. <laughs> he flipped it and reversed it. And like, <laughs> Yes. This role yes. was shadow work for him. That's all that was. Would you do it from the was. front? Would you do it from the back? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> yes, but um, imagine a punk band plays a show uh, at a bar, which they then find out is is a Nazi bar. And their opening song is Nazi Punks by the Dead Kennedys. Nazi Punks, Nazi Punks, Nazi Punks, fuck off. And then it gets really crazy. And there's a whole lot of killing, a whole lot of stabbing, a whole lot of Nazi imagery. It's it's dirty. It's grungy. And then Patrick Stewart is there. And he's he's scary. And he doesn't even have to try because he's got that, like, like, teacher, elder, like, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed type shit. And just, oh my God, what's going to happen now? Yes. Yeah, so Green Room is my number five. This sounds aggressively aughts. Like aggressively Y2K, the way you're describing this movie. Mm-hmm. I, I would have to agree. Yes. I'm ready. It's like aggressively Y2K, but with themes of the late 90s. Like it's 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 giving late nineties, but it's presented very Y two K. That makes sense. So a good double feature with Vampire in Brooklyn, yes. <laughs> I'm gonna say no. <laughs> I'm sorry. I mean, if you need someone to lighten up afterwards, I'll definitely watch Vampire in Brooklyn at the end. Interesting double feature there. <laughs> If I were to put this with the double feature, I would put it with like, what would I put this with? I would put it with something like something, something else survival horror, because it, at the end of the day, it is survival horror. Like they, they, they got to make it out of this Nazi camp alive, something like that, but would suggest it. And it's like, it's metal film. It's got good music. You know, you're rooting for your favorites. It's a good time. Yeah, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I guess I'll mm-hmm. go next. It was hard. Can I do a half and half? <laughs> Can we do sure, that? Sure, whatever. <laughs> okay, so my number five is a is a toss-up between Tusk and Pearl. Oh. Because... Tusk is dirty. <laughs> Tusk is dirty. <laughs> I just love them both so much. Um... Tusk is a horrible movie, but 
I think I just like how shocking it is and just how like it just feels like it's full of so many pop moments. And then the, the fact that I know that like Tusk 2 is on the way like Tusks, it makes me even more invested in it. Uh, yeah, Sheree, I'm wait, sorry. I, I had to. Wait. I'm sorry. Yeah. What else can yeah. I do to that man? Like, <laughs> let me pull, let me pull up the summary because the the dude that did it, he actually had like an idea. Kevin um, Smith did it. When I thought Kevin Smith made this movie, yeah. I was like, "Are you fucking serious?" Jay and Simon Bob, what is you on now? Um, <laughs> Ketamine, probably. probably. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, one hundred percent. I watched this the movie. The double feature for this one is the K hole. Listen, listen. Oh my God, Ryan. <laughs> You can't tell me this man was sober. No, but it gets worse. The second one sounds like it would be worse. Hold on. Let me see. How? I, I got it up right here. How? How can it be? I saw things I was not meant to see when I watched this movie. You know what? Screw this synopsis. I remembered what Tusk is, uh, 2 is going to be about. Like, they said they're going to reverse the surgery on the walrus dude. And then he's going to take over the place of the mad scientist. And he now sees, like, the benefit of how people have changed due to this experience. So he starts changing other people into chimera things. And uh, the walrus was just the beginning. Give me this fucking movie right now. Give me the merch. I want it all. No. I want that shit walrus, right now. Take to the king. I don't no, want to go back. This is, this is me handing you my credit card. <laughs> no, no. My insides was on the outside. We, we ain't putting me back together. I'm not Humpty Dumpty. Like, let me go. <laughs> Let me go. It's, First of all, all right. it's impossible too. That may, let alone being in shock and not even probably alive. What would his mind be like after an experience like this? Your ex girlfriend and your ex friend were feeding you fish yesterday, and now you like I'm a person again. That's not. That's not gonna work out. We <laughs> shut it down. Shut it down. <laughs> and they know oh damn well Lord. Justin Long is gonna say no to this. So you know you're gonna be the first one there. Not coming back. He's like, I like getting weird. You see me just drink that titty milk and <laughs> fucking barbarian. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, you're milk. right. Yeah. The weirder it is, the more he's gonna show up. That might be why they're doing that. They're like, if we want Justin back, we gotta make it weird. How can we make it weird? <laughs> Let's flip it and reverse it. That's what we're gonna do. <laughs> I'm with you, Ryan. I'm ready. I'm ready for this shit. Because you know it's going to be unexpected. Me. It's going to be fun. Like. It's going to be like the same ilk as yeah. like Girl on the Third Floor and like those type of movies. It's just outrageous. <laughs> Don't you bring that house into this? For <laughs> where she is. That should have been an 84 movie, to be honest. I don't know who slept on that one, but that had them all over it. <laughs> Maybe it started it off and, and like got lost in an acquisition or something. Because it, it kind of feels like the weird stuff there. I mean, the strange thing about the Johnsons is another one, even though it was a student film. Um, that's another A24. Uh, okay, yeah, we're backing away. We're backing away. No, I, uh, <laughs> I just I want to be in the meeting where A24 was like, it This house like comes on CM Punk too many times for us to be okay. Can it come on him two times less? <laughs> and Travis Stevens, like, no, no, it comes each time. Well, then we can't distribute this. Like, <laughs> if they remake the film, at least we can get an orchestral version of WAP maybe for the, the uh -huh. soundtrack. I mean, potential. Hey. Cardi, make it. Hey. Girl on the fifth floor. Listen. Ew, uh -oh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Girl on the Ew. roof. The whole house is just slimy. Ooh. Um. <laughs> you want to say anything that about your girl? That reminds me of a stripper I saw floor? once. Oh, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> Finish Justin's story. Wait. <laughs> the, yeah, her name was Uzi. 
And like I only heard it, but I didn't see it. So I was like, Uzi like the gun or Uzi like she's oozing? And no one answered me. What if it's both? What if it's both? I mean, she was busting shots. No, but she was dancing with a leg brace. Like her leg was hurt. And she told Like in that Tarantino movie, Planet Terror? Or I'm sorry, put her to shame. Put her to shame. Wait, we don't like Planet Terror. We don't sign on that on Blurdy. No, we no, we love yeah, no, we love Planet okay. Terror in these parts. I just misattributed it because it was the Grindhouse era, and they worked on both of those. But I'm pretty sure Tantino did Death Proof, and Rodriguez did Planet Terror. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, Uzi, um, I miss her. I don't know where to go after that. I'm gonna just go ahead. <laughs> I'm, I'm just yeah. Yes, number four, please. Number four, um, <laughs> The Vitch, which is my favorite Robert Edgars. We've been living deliciously ever since. It was good for her horror because that bitch was like my family bullshit. What you doing, Black Philip? <laughs> Into mm. the trees. Into the trees. <laughs> you know what's crazy? I'm when also, I first saw mm-hmm. The Vitch, I didn't like it at first. But like at the second time, I love that movie now. And it's on, it, yeah. Yeah, I love that movie. A lot. The accents, I... I think, are better. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Wait, no. I want to hear that thought. I, no, I'm bringing up horrible cursed movies again. I was going to say the accents are better than, you know, what happened on Fear Street. Um, I think that's what they were trying to do with the accents. Uh, I don't remember which part uh... it was. Part three? But chill. Hmm. Well, I will say this. What's his name? Robert Eggers. Mm-hmm right yeah. he he does a real good period piece or like he's yeah. real good at like making like a universe um i was not rocking with the witch i really wasn't um black philip was like the best part yes. for me like that was real que- creepy mm-hmm. and i i was i was a fan of mr philip um i did like the lighthouse much better it didn't make my list I haven't um oh no you haven't seen The Lighthouse? I've never seen Robert Pattinson act. I was going to do The Batman, but it's three hours. How how you've never seen The Lighthouse and you just cocked your head at me like that? Come on, man. It, you it, seemed, it, a shot. it just seemed dry. And so this is new information for me. And I'm excited to hear. <laughs> um, No, it's I promise you it's wetter than The Vitch. Ooh. It's wetter than she is. I promise you. I prom- well, oh. one, it, they're on a lighthouse surrounded by water. <laughs> um, there's, there's definitely, that's wet. Yeah. Um, there's a cum shot in there. That's is wet it William Defoe? Because he's a wild ass boy. Um, no, I think it was Robert Pattinson's come shot. Oh, I I really fuck with Robert Pattinson. <laughs> it's like A twenty four made no, me realize this that he's actually a gem that we've been sleeping on. Um, but that I'm I'm talking about the atmosphere, yeah. right? Like he's really good at that with the accents and everything. Um, but the witch was just kind of like like nothing happened. Like the whole excuse, like you don't happened. remember that was, that that thing in red, that no. ravishing red woman luring Caleb into her her lair. You don't no. remember that moment? How the dare, vulture on the titty. Dare. The vulture on the titty. The vulture on the titty. <laughs> that vulture went to town. That vulture was like, and I was like, ah, my nips, my nips. <laughs> Shit looks so fucking painful. Death by birds is so unacceptable. Right? Also unacceptable. Also, it was fuck them kids. Team Philip, like, I don't like your siblings. I'm killing all of them. And she's like, get it. 
wait a minute this wait you know what what that so the birds in, in, in uh psycho uh, not psycho oh boy hitchcock's birds or whatever yeah the birds. Mm-hmm. that damn bird on the on the bitch they were probably drunk i found this out yesterday on a tiktok and we all know that's where i get all my information from <laughs> let me tell you if birds eat frozen berries because of the way it ferments they get drunk on it that's why they slam in the windows apparently so who knows that could be what was going on maybe he was turned up they wow they get, yeah I, I mean fact check okay. it everyone listening yeah. but yeah that's what i heard i don't want no drunk birds like i don't want no part of that <laughs> um there's a bird mm-hmm. in the lighthouse he like robert pattinson beats up? a seagull to death he sounds like he's tired. Um, at this point of the movie, like he he was definitely toe up, but like awesome supernatural, you know, out on the waters, uh, drinking too much sea salt, sea salt water kind of thing. But he takes a seagull, and he's literally like swinging it around, smacking it against some rocks. I'm playing this out immediately. Um, so there, there was a bird. I'm doing this immediately. I'm there sorry was... to everybody I owe something to today. I'm doing the lighthouse. <laughs> you are no, turning this movie up, was... Zero. I can't lie. You are. Like, they owe it you some good. dividends. I thought it was good. And, like, I do really like Robert Pattinson. He is a very strong actor. And also, Willem Dafoe is just Willem Dafoe. Like he defined. He's got some monologues in there that's like kind of balls to the wall, if you ask me. I I have nothing but respect for William Dafoe. Um, he shows up at 110 no matter what the fucking project is. He was still doing yes. his he was still doing his stunts in the last Spider-Man he popped up in. And I won't take the stairs one fight yeah. down for a fire drill. And so I have nothing but respect for that fucking man. <laughs> yes. I like him too. He's just so lovable. Like, I don't know what mm-hmm. it is. And he minds his business, too, which is like, you know, I almost feel like the universe hears us when we say these things. Please don't let me turn on NBC after this and see anything about this man. Please. No, no. He's going to be we outside so- watching I- for Trump all of a sudden. He woke up because he heard us. He's like, no, I be no. Wrong. Why would you even put that in the universe? Why would you even Writing say that? Writing an open letter supporting Danny never. Matheson or some shit. I'm just saying, whenever Bernie Masker is like, this white person is okay. That white person is like, I heard it. And now I got to go right, act two nasty. Two days later. Like, literally, we've lost really so many because we complimented them. Shit. We got to stop. No more compliments to white people on the show. <laughs> like, yeah, no. we're going to just start dog, just, just throwing lobs of dog shit at, at everybody right? just to keep them on the straight and narrow. If we talk shit, a shit about you past this point, it's because we love you. <laughs> I'm a close my computer from this if I William Defoe shitting on my bed just because. Like, we got to <laughs> no. stop. We got to stop. Wait. Wait. I have one more nice thing to say about Robert Pattinson before we have to turn it off. He'll be shitting in my living room. Go on. <laughs> I would love for Robert Pattinson to shit in my living room. Um, actually, I live in New York. I don't have a living room. What am I talking about? Um, have y'all seen Good Time? No. Yeah, I love that show. Good Time. Okay, you need a page. I'm sorry. You're so I'm serious. <laughs> <laughs> no, Good Time. It's another A24 flick. It's like a crime drama thriller. Um, and it's starring Robert Pattinson. And it's about him and his brother who has autism. Um, And they are robbing banks and shit. They get caught one day. And uh, since the brother has severe autism and is susceptible, Robert Pattinson throws his brother under the bus, who then does jail time for the crimes that they did together. Um, And then it turns into a rescue mission. Oh, it's so good. And like, there goes Robert Pattinson. He really, like, he acts with his pussy. Like, he really. 
he he could play a role he really can and it was actually good time not whatever other a24 film or batman or whatever it was good time that made me realize that damn this guy like i i judged him too hard off of twilight this was the first movie i saw when he was like no longer edward in our minds and i was like damn we did him wrong because he really be putting his pussy out there Mm -hmm. he he did twilight at a bunch of rom-coms and you know i'm not a rom-com bitch and so we just never connected and now he's trying to try and i was like i don't know you i don't know him i'm about to know him i'm gonna put these movies on tonight um (laughs) if you're doing all this i would recommend i would recommend good time like if you need a break from horror but you still want something like Mm -hmm. you know high stakes and gritty and stuff I would recommend Good Time. And it's like, it's emotional and it's got that like sibling thing, but it's also betrayal and it's and it's high stakes and it's robbery and it's crime. You say he threw his brother good. under the bus. That's not where I thought that was going. I was like, oh, he's going to sacrifice yeah. himself. You're like, no. And I was like, no, well, Robbie. He sacrifices his special needs brother to so he could get away. Crazy. Yeah. Um, all right. We're your number four. That sounds dope. I would recommend it. Um, my number four is X. I like X. I do like X. <laughs> Every time I bring this up, I have to hear you say that. Because I know at the end, it's she's going to say something like, I like X, but Pearl. <laughs> da, da, da. I'm not talking about Pearl. No. Pearl didn't even make my list, okay? Listen. We're talking about X right now. I just think it's fire. We talked about this movie a bunch. There's not much else I have to mm. say. I'm really, I'm waiting for Maxine. I'm excited for her. I'm worried that the strikes have fucked her up, but oh. I'm here with my legs crossed. Listen, I I like Kid Cudi. Um, I like Brittany Snow. I like Jen Ortega. It was a lot of things working for me. I think it was a fun slasher. I think that, yeah, I, if, if one of those was going to make it onto a list, I'm good with X. I think that it's my, it's one of my two from Ty West that I like because I've seen four of his movies now. So he's batting 50-50 for me. Maxine's going to be the tiebreaker before we decide if we're going to be friends or take a timeout. Um, <laughs> so I'm excited to see what happens. You know, it's funny we were talking about earlier, like how we don't trust certain trilogies. But this is one I feel like everybody, like we're ready for Maxine. I feel like we do trust it. And you know, I'm somebody who like, I love Pearl. But um, I think Maxine could take it a step further. I really do. Because, like, at the time period they're going to set it in, I'm curious to see what he's going to do with it. I don't know which Ty West we're going to get is the thing. And so, because, again, I, I like X. I like, um, was it the, I always forget the name of the movie. Like, The Devil's, it's not The Devil's House, but, like, whatever. The, the House of the Devil. Thank you. Thank you. I liked that one, and I, I didn't fuck with Pearl or The Innkeeper. And so I just don't know which Ty West we're going to get. So I was not going to see Maxine because I'm just like, this trilogy is batting 50% mm. already. Um, but I saw that cast. I'm like, fuck you. I'm going to see it because that cast. I hope it's good because I'm going to be outside the club while my friends is in the club. <laughs> you got to fuck me over again. Yeah. <laughs> and I got to give you a five-year timeout. <laughs> and I ain't done. I was going to hit you with the pitch I hit everybody else with. But then I, re- I had to remember my audience because I was about to say to you, sure, I was about to say, but Mia Goth. <laughs> and you're like, mm, no, that was the final straw. <laughs> I can't wait. To Maybe see what I would have seen it before, she... but <laughs> I can't wait to see what she does outside of directors who have high concepts. That's what I'm gonna say because growth, um, <laughs> and directors who are a little bit more invested in like the script and the fun and the blood. Um, because I saw Infinity Pool, and again we had that conversation already, so I'm not gonna rehash. Oh that. yeah, we did. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah, I love Mia Goth, and I think that's why. Like, even though to be for real, I did I did not know that was her and fucking X. Like the doing the old lady at the same time had no clue. Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, I that didn't either. Insane. Yeah, that went right over my head. I forgot. I think it was somewhere in the middle of the movie. I'm like, is that the same bitch? <laughs> um, and then it I was like, oh, okay, yeah. And this is I random, watched it but... under the influence of substances, mm-hmm. and so it wasn't until the credits <laughs> roll, and I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Wait, I was, I was, I was literally the meme of Leonardo DiCaprio when he's like, he's got his drink and he points at the TV. I was like, whoa! <laughs> In the credits. I don't think I was. I can't remember, <clears throat> but I think I was bone sober the first time I watched it, so I have no excuse. I mean, I was so fixated on wanting to see this character done by Roger on American Dad. I want him to do that fucking character so bad. I can yeah, taste it. Oh my god! I can good. see it. If that was That's part of the trilogy, idea. I'd have been a bigger fan. Just saying. You imagine if Roger, Roger had been Pearl? You imagine that. You saw how they did Julia Roberts. He did her dirty. She should sue that show. And then they named it after her, Julia Rogers. <laughs> it was, oh my God, perfection. You already know Rick and Morty's going to do it. They're one hundred percent because they always touch horror. So I, I see them touching this trilogy. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see that? Did y'all see? Oh, yes. We're not doing this. We gotta keep these things short. Look oh, at me. Yeah. About to go on a tangent. About I was about to say, what's your number four, Ryan? <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you. Yes. Okay, my number four. Um, is talk to me. That's my number one. How dare you? What? <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right. Go ahead. Thank you. I need to find <laughs> I just feel like talk to me. Um, it definitely like does a twenty four proud. Like they're getting more attention on I think all of their movies because people are so excited about the handling around it, and it just had all the layers. Like and it was also just fun on a topical layer. It's just they did it. Angela Bassett did the thing. <laughs> she's she's probably my number one movie this year like we still got a few months left so i'm waiting to see who dethrones her but i've been writing for her since january so i don't see it coming she's fun she's effortless um she's my number one she's my number one so like y'all know how my list was gonna end now um and you're welcome because we might get out of here in less than four hours today (laughs) facts period facts Okay, so what's your number four, Sheree? I'm dying to know. My number three is Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. Cause oh, three, yeah. That's fun. When else has Pete Davidson been useful? Come on now. What? Yeah. My number, my number three is also Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. That's a, that's a strike. All three of us got it, and it's three names. The bodies, Bodies, really? Bodies, and it's all three of us. That's crazy. Yeah. Think about it. That's Listen. fucking crazy. The power of three compels us. The power of three compels what the us. Fuck? You I was about to say core four, but core three. <laughs> close enough, close enough. No, it's it's what got me on the Rachel Synod. Um, you know I love to see Lee Pace, yeah. and he was in his himbo era for here, and so I felt extra special. Um, I have aside from the hair, I got no notes because the braids was a choice, and we I yeah. I just have thoughts. But you know what? <laughs> it was fun. It was funny. It was dark. The podcast rant got me all together. I I love that fucking movie. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah, I thought I thought it was like it was it was a great fucking time. Um, I'm kind of like knives out who at this point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this is the who done it like that. If you were to like put my brain into AI, it was like 
bitch write me a give me a whodunit this is like what it would be um just phenomenal just great hilarious i laughed my ass off i said oh i said what i said a whole bunch of things i actually did not see any of this coming y'all i just watched um a haunting in venice which i didn't realize is like the agatha christie like universe it's it's another whodunit thing like knives out um and you could kind of guess with those like and i know a lot of people guessed um glass onion like as soon as it started like you know third of the way through they're like mm, i got it mm-hmm. but bodies nah i was not guessing that i was not guessing that and for everyone that's worried because i do try to recommend this movie to like fucking everybody mm-hmm. and a lot of people's pushback is like mm, pete davidson and i have like i promise you it's just enough listen it's just enough Pete Davidson. It is the best use of Pete Davidson. Because normally when I see him, I'm like, oh, no. But they got him in his lane. They got him together. He played a character that is definitely in his wheelhouse. Maybe the only character in his wheelhouse. Also, 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 the script was written by playwrights. And you know I'm a fan of playwrights writing horror because I'm aspiring and I'm for sale when we are out of strike, y'all. I am still is for sale. Is that why it's so good? Yes. That's why it's so good. playwrights and dialogue, I'm telling you. Dialogue, plot, we got you. <laughs> and they're like... I know what the teens are saying. It's and now what's we got so cinema. successful about bodies that the dialogue doesn't feel clunky. It doesn't feel forced. It and it yeah. feels it feels relevant to what's happening today. I think that's why to me it just it it's not exactly like Scream, but it kind of reminds me of like how Scream really captured the spirit of the yeah. youth around that time. I was really I love this movie. It's like it's perfect. like Scream. And Clue had mm-hmm. a baby for Gen Z yeah. and us yeah. who were next to Gen Z <laughs> and was like, thank you. <laughs> yes, I totally agree. If, yeah, Clue and Scream had a baby and then fast forward it to 2022, that's what we got here. Mm-hmm. Period. Okay, should we roll up to number two? Cause Yeah, um, my number two is Hereditary. That's my Again, number two. My number two. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> yes! Who is this fucking... Po- At least we're on the same page. I mean, give Tony Collette things. Get She she deserved so much off this role. Everything. And Listen, give zero yep. things for the cosplay that came off of this fucking movie. Listen. Everything. Oh, you were there. With- oh, you've been around for a minute. That makes me happy. I did that cosplay a long time ago. It was perfect. How long ago was that? Oh my god, I'm getting old. I was like top of the penny almost two or three years ago. Yeah, that was like during lockdown. It just stays with me. I think that was the first cosplay I actually saw of you. That was the. I think that was the first. Thank one. you. Yeah, I would not. Be I was good. staying but- at my parents' house during that time, and I came downstairs with like two black eyes and some shit on my nose. And my parents were like, um. I'm like I'm just gonna go take pictures in the woods. <laughs> I would not be surprised if that's how I found you, like because people were sharing that left and right, and I was like, I gotta be friends with this person someday. Yeah. And here we all are. Um, <laughs> like Hereditary is my only Ari Aster movie that I will die on a hill for. The Best. other ones, oh, no, I've no. seen some, and Hereditary mm. is my favorite. <laughs> yeah. You know the Valid. shade. I don't know our number ones. But in step with what you're saying, Sheree, I know for a fact, Midsommar did not hit any of our lists. And that is the gag of the century. Because I know if this were another podcast, I feel like Midsommar would just be on everybody's list. Maybe two or three times. 
listen, and Bo is afraid because people are loving Bo is afraid. Oh I'm not going to give Ariastra three hours with Joaquin Phoenix. I'm just not. I know it's going to make me mad. I don't need to go see it. I'll just be oh, mad on the outside. I haven't seen what? it, but I like Joaquin Phoenix, so they're going to trap my ass. I me know they're going to fucking trap me. Me and Joaquin need to fight. I'm tired of method actors. I'm tired of people becoming method actors of going to therapy. And he needs to go to fucking therapy. He's been needing to go. I'm tired of him. He punches their extra. I'm going to show up. Um, <laughs> but my number one was talk to me, so I'm out of the race. Yeah, my number one was also talk to <gasps> me. We had this. Yeah, mine was me. mine was moonlight. Mine was definitely moonlight. Okay, moonlight. okay. So moonlight. Um, was, it's, I'm gonna um, tell you right now. Sorry, yeah, no, Ryan, yeah, no, hit it. Yeah. Um, I'll, I was gonna say I'm gonna tell you right now. Um, I heard that this movie is so fucking strong. I haven't seen it. But I heard it's very strong and you will cry. And I don't yeah. do very well with movies like this. So I have steered clear. But um, my perception is that this movie is like S tier. Oh, it's the drama. It's the drama that I, yeah, so many people tell me to watch it. But I, I don't like crying. So. Tell us about it. Yeah. Tell us it about will cry, it. it. But y'all hit it. It's The thing is you will 100% cry because of the just the handling of the storyline and i don't want to spoil it because i know like people listening probably haven't seen it either but it's just it's essentially about two black men who share a really complicated love story across time and it's not super romantic because obviously society plays a role in this and how they're able to express that love so it's just a it's just a dope ass movie i love this damn movie Ugh, it's a Killian. that seems like the type of shit that's gonna break my heart like i i try with killian murphy no, I said it's a Killian. I was trying to use new oh. words. Oh, on TikTok. Oh. I was like, <laughs> I was just like, that's a white man. Wait a minute. Um, I'm confused. He's in blackface. <laughs> don't. Oh, don't. no. Every time no. we compliment a white man. <laughs> Every time. Every time. Remember Justin Trudeau? Remember Justin Trudeau? No, don't break my heart again. That fine ass man. I, I needed him to be good. I needed him to be good. I did. He had. He had one job. He had one job and he fucked it up. But while we out here throwing strays at other 84 movies, everything everywhere all at once is under the umbrella. I know people don't like it, oh. but she's sci-fi as fuck. People Wait, don't like that what movie? do you mean I people mean, don't I'm like surprised. it? I thought everybody liked it. You that know, movie. you know the film bros is like, are these women, are these Asian women? Get it out of here. And so when I put it on a list, they're just like, no, it doesn't count. And I'm like, do you not know what science fiction is? Do you not know? Do you need me they to don't. Tell a woman explain it to you? <laughs> so yeah they don't know what fucking science fiction is I th- mm. Mm. it I was my favorite it. movie of last year and it's sci-fi and it is what mary shelley wanted we're welcome that's yeah. facts um facts, yeah. before we wrap up our episode i want to give a couple other um honorable mentions from a24 that i love um saint maude is my girl and that is very um very left field of me because I'm not usually like the kind of girl that goes up for like possession or like, remember how we were talking about this like way back, but remember we made like a little list and it was called Christian ass movies. Like I usually, I usually don't go down for Christian ass movies, but St. Maude was that girl to the point where I went outside and I bought her on Blu-ray. Yes. I love me some St. Maude. Um, Zola. I actually watched for free. A couple weeks ago on Pluto, she was there for free with ads. Yes, get on it because she is there sitting pretty. 
Um, I would love to see more movies based off of crazy Twitter threads because I have seen a lot of crazy Twitter threads in my day. This was amazing. Um, everybody please watch Zola, especially because it's free. Um, I am, a, I don't want to say anti, but I'm not an Adam Sandler fan. I'm not, I am not an Adam Sandler fan, like at all. Um, but Uncut Gems was really fucking good. And I definitely, my heart was beating. That was, that's the other, uh, A24 movie that I have merch from. Um, I have like a, a newspaper clipping, like a zine. The uncut gem zine um from a24 which was fantastic they were like giving them out for free because the jewelry store that it takes place yeah. like the central jewelry store is not too far from my job um so i swung by one day and i grabbed a zine um uncut gems fucking fire forget everything you know about adam sandler because he is not adam sandler in this movie like at fucking all so i might like it um <laughs> Slice let me down. I wanted to say that Thank at you. some point <laughs> during this recording. But Slice really let me down because that was supposed to be FUBU for us by us and it was not. I was so was mad. Not. I was so mad. Um, I need to revisit The Hole in the Ground because Lee Cronin gave us Evil Dead Rise and he's slowly becoming one of my new husbands. And so I need to revisit her and see what I think now that I know what the director looks like. Um, <laughs> I... <laughs> Mm. I might be compromised. Now that I know that the director is fine, right? I have to rethink how now that I his movies. Maybe I just missed something. Maybe I missed something. I'm maybe happy I to know missed... that he's doing well in his prohibition period for the, uh, for the, uh, what What do we call that? The harem. What was it? It's the harem. Okay, it's yeah, so much... no, it's the harem. Oh, okay, yes. Yeah, it's, it's probation Listen, period. Because we keep complimenting white men, they keep fucking up. Their seat's open. So he can just go ahead and have one of those. I've had to like rearrange some stuff. <laughs> Look, he better fill out the application right now before the, this whole Danny Masterson thing uh, finishes up. This oh, is Lord. Child. Mm. Shaking my head. I'm shaking my fucking head. Uh, yeah, I think I think that. Oh, a one more one more movie room with Brie Larson. That shit was heavy. That was oh, real heavy. I can only watch it once. It was triggering and I, I could. Not yeah, do I don't think I'm going to watch it again. Um, it's it's a kidnapping story. Um, oh, about a woman th- yeah. played by okay. Brie Larson who was held hostage and then is raising her child, um, from her abuser, and it's real heavy because that's kind of like falls under that like real life shit that I don't really like to watch too much of because that shit really be happening. Yeah. People really get taken and shit like that. I forget that little boy. And Liam Neeson. It, not everyone has a Liam Neeson with a very specific set of skills to come and get you out of said situation. But also pop that one was fire. Mm-hmm. I forget that little boy's name, yes. but that little actor, like him and Brie, because they were in so many scenes together, they basically spent all their time on set together. And so like his parents sometimes share when he's like texting her to be like, congratulations on your Golden Globe. Congratulations on your Oscar. Aww. And I'm just like, mm. <laughs> It's adorable. I love that. I love it. Oh, I also forgot about Climax. I gotta see Climax is real good. Listen, Gaspar Noé. He, he. Is he okay? Is he okay? Um, so imagine we're all dancers, right? And we pull up to the club and we drink the punch and there's LSD in the punch. Oh, no. Where's oh, this no. um, party at? There's LSD Where? in the... Listen. <laughs> Just me doing my little drink. Drop the Addy. For drinks. Yes. Just like, ah. 
<laughs> I like art house for a reason, okay? Uh, <laughs> I'm about this mm, life. Mm. <laughs> Let me stop. No, Let me no everyone listening, do not be concerned. <laughs> Google on LSD. <laughs> yeah. Not in this economy. Look. <laughs> yeah, it's too expensive. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm still hungry, baby. Look. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm dead. All right. Anything else, y'all, before we get out of here? Mm-mm. We did this list. There's nothing less left to we say. Did. With that being said, if we did miss something, y'all know where to find us on social media at Blurdy Massacre. I'm pretty sure the Midsummer Girlies are about to come kill us. Um, but from Talk to Me to Tusk, oh, no. I feel like we did a great job covering the vast diversity of A24. And if you agree, give us five stars on Apple Podcasts and Spotify, wherever you're listening to us. And we'll talk to you next time. Bye.